It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, I'm Sophie. And I'm Ari, and you're listening to Having a Night Season... We have truly no idea. I actually... Four or five? I would, seven. My gut said four as well, but I feel like we may have like snuck in an extra during the pandemic. I think we also stopped naming them seasons at a certain point. They were just feelings. Also, some seasons were five episodes and some seasons were 50. And that is a sign of a true... A true podcast. podcast. That's, That's how you know you're listening to a podcast. 100% podcasts. <laughs> um, we're back. We're here. It's been way too long. We have a lot to say and to share and we... What did you want me to say? I just wanted us to say that we kind of jump right into the episode. Mid-sentence, some might even say. Some might We say. all might even say. Um, but we're talking about pants. That's where we get started. So we're talking about a pair of pants of mine that I bought, and then they shrank. Oh, yeah. Good and call. they shrank. I didn't grow. I just want to make that very clear. The pants the, the opposite people. has happened to me, where I've been wearing pants, and I've been like, these fucking pants, I can't believe how much they shrank. And then I realized that it was me. Well, you know what? Bodies are elastic. Body, exactly, especially women's bodies. And that's coming up later this season. <laughs> women's bodies. Women's bodies. Later this episode. So subscribe. Please. Subscribe. Like. Does that still a thing I don't know people do? Matters. Talk to you later. <laughs> Pants. Talk to you now. Pants. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take time's done We're having A night We just assume they're jeans No, did I you, wash everything in cold water Yeah No, there's no way that I dried them Am I putting this in? Did you put yours in? I didn't put mine in, but I'm going oh, to go. um, No, I wash everything in cold water But like they fit great. I love them so much. And also, like, the wash already started to go a little bit. Ugh, cheap. It's probably, like, half, well, like, 99% cotton, 2%, two percent elastane or whatever. Right. It's 101% it's, pants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 101% pants. Pure pants. Oh, my God. 101% pants. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just going to sell them on Poshmark. It's really annoying. Oh, I can't deal with Poshmark. It's I've too never, many steps. Well, you what is the picture. I've never sold on Poshmark. Mm -hmm. I bought on Poshmark. Or burner Poshmark. Burner Poshmark. <laughs> mm -hmm. But Go I've on. never sold on Poshmark. But I think, I feel like all you have to do is just take one shitty photo of them in good light and somebody will buy them. You don't think so? If the pricing is right. No, I think someone will. I think that I am just such a specifically lazy procrastinator or like... I get the idea of doing that kind of work makes me sh like shudder. Okay, me too, except for if you think about like, oh, actually making making this, because that's what I'm talking about this. I'm like, okay, wait, clearly I have sold stuff online. 
because I'm like, if you think about making the description really fun and just enjoying it, like this is a classic wide <laughs> leg that you won't, you know. <laughs> Why buy it in stores? Copy with, for brands? I would wow. love to. You I think be, I'd be really bad at it. But. You should be like a one woman advertising machine. We know your skills with jingles. Mm. <laughs> wow. Didn't know. How would you describe this this um, knitted vest that I'm wearing that my mother purchased for me for uh, Christmas? Who needs a full sweater when you could have one without the sleeves? <laughs> when you could have half. Exactly, yeah. Are you a person who complains about getting too hot in the winter? Me. This is the perfect layering piece. I don't know. How's that? That's really good. It's a very cute outfit, though. Thank you so much. It's really cute. I'm very into white pants right now. I love a white in winter. Me too. I agree. Yeah. I have a pair of Jessie Cancel on pants. Jesse Cam pants. You know, their pants are so I was waiting hard. for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, after I realized that Rola's, that Shrink. whatever this pair was shrunken, I started looking on, I was like, what's going on over there? What are they building? Oh, are they doing some Ikea furniture? I mean, it's very, looks very chic. Mm. Oh, oh, no, that. I was looking in the wrong window. Oh, yeah, there. So, <laughs> because I'm not buying anything new new I was like okay I can replace these Poshmark these Rolas with something else but I don't want it to be new new so like I'll try finding something on Poshmark <laughs> everything now is early Y2K no it's not you're no. looking in the wrong place <laughs> apparently I am I mean I was looking for black wide leg jeans yeah everything has pockets on the side everything is cargo no, okay, you have to get a pair of these. I just got them. What, what are they? They're this brand that my sister introduced me to that's Canadian, very small, called Decade. Okay. And it's all like 100% denim, 101% pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, so you really have to, you know, like a, a Jesse Cam or um, um, Judy Rosen, like, you have to break them in. You have to be ready to break them in. But they're made for women who, like, have butts and have, yeah. like, so they're super duper. High. Oh, those are and, really And high. they cinch, and they're, like, looser here, and they have a few different styles. So like, Do they have a wide leg? I think so, yeah. Okay. Wait, decade? Yes. Decade pant. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. But, see, you talk about, like, you got to be prepared to break them in. I think but sometimes... That means, like, put them on and do lunges for, like, ten minutes, or, like, just wear them for an afternoon. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to have a look. Also, the descriptions. Hold on. Relax. This is by Fit. Relaxed and slouchy. Vintage inspired. Slim and tapered makes sense to me. Extended size petite. But I'm like, relax. Can you give me a little more definition? You're going to hate it. I I already (laughs) do. I'm already mad. I'm sorry, decade people, if you're listening to this. Slim and tapered? No, I'm not slim and tapered anymore. I mean, I, I just have enough slim and tapered. Yeah, they all look really... Cute. Like, that's a nice fitting jean. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I too was looking for wide legs, and these rollers came, and I was just like, you know what? I give up. Maybe I give I'm up. giving up. I, I'm okay with these. I'm trying to take a, a page out of your book. Oh, yes, I yeah, did. Right, wow. You take out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and trying not to buy anything. Yeah. But anyway, so I just can't believe you went from black jeans to that to those because those are oh yeah okay those are like twenty different patterns on <laughs> for top our of listeners other. the jeans that I asked her if I should buy yeah, instead exactly. of black jeans are can you please describe these they're on okay they're on the real real so it's a resale website 
They are... Describe as if you're selling okay. them. These pants... <laughs> What's your Poshmark? Are, exactly. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Let me really try. Um, colorful wide leg pant for a gal about town <laughs> who knows herself. <laughs> That's a bot. A okay. bot. That is chat GPT. Okay, 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 okay. First of all, also the pant legs look like they're totally different lengths. They absolutely do. Well, one is about two inches longer than the other one. Why did you... You can't buy these. I'm not going to buy them. Now they, I'm going to close it. You know, the more I look at them, the more I'm like... What if I bought them? What if, <laughs> what if I'm like, you can't buy these, and next week I show up to record and I'm wearing them? That would be I'd amazing. Be, I don't know if I would be angry. Actually, no, no I'd probably be laugh. angry because they're a, they're a one of a kind. You know, if you if that was not a fart again, that was a seltzer. Well, um, for the listener to decide. Exactly. But they're they are flor they're a floral print with. Unfortunately, as I'm saying this out loud, I realize how ugly they are. A leopard. Butt pocket and a leopard waistband. Yeah, and they're floral. I don't. I this see is fruits and like kind of three dimensional polka dots. Yes, it's so, it's a very French ugly fries? pattern. No, this is something that I would buy if I was on vacation in Capri and like was like, you know taken I'm by this girl now. Exactly, <laughs> I'm this person now, and I'm never I'm coming not, back to my real self. I know that's kind of how I felt. Or I I should have shown up here today. Wearing a sombrero, a poncho with a mate cup, and been like, "Hola, I'm sorry. Hi, Sophie." Okay, so Ari just got back from her honeymoon because since we last saw you guys, she got married, which is a, a completely insane that we haven't. Oh, we've spoken to each other, but we haven't spoken to our listeners since this all happened. I know it's it's nuts. But we she was recovered. just on her honeybone, 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 mm-hmm. honey baby. <laughs> we hope it was a honeybone. Um, in Chile and Patagonia and Argentina. Yes. So that was not meant to be racist commentary. That was just meant to say that you were in Chile drinking yes. your mate. Oh, yes. yes. No, so I'm no. just trying to clarify. Of all, not intentionally. <laughs> You'll know when I'm being intentionally racist. Yes. <laughs> um, never. And never un- unintentionally either. I, yeah. What? Uh um, so I anyway, only didn't want anybody to hear about a sombro, a sombrero, and a thing, and think, "Oh my God, where have they gone?" Yes, no, not well. On still their here, still woke. On their on that honeybone, uh, baby. Um. Yep. So yeah, but I could totally see myself not really, but wanting to kind of fall into that, like, gracias. Oh my God, sorry. Thank you. I've just <laughs> been in South America for three weeks. <laughs> I left my heart in Chile. That's right. Wait, um, did you get into mate while you were there? I didn't get into mate. I think because I, I have some sitting here, and I'm like, what do I do with it? Oh, I'll t- I'll drink it. Really? Or like, I um, I'll send it to Chris. He'll drink it. Do I need a gourd? You don't need a gourd. All okay. you need is a special straw. Right. That's it, it. Because it comes with because it needs accoutrement. I have not gotten into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had it before, and I think it's delicious. But it's only delicious if you put in a lot of sugar, right? We had it plain, which I guess is the more Argentinian and the people in like, I think, I think in Uruguay and Paraguay, they add sugar or like orange juice sometimes, which sounds really good. But I think most, the the kind of, the Argentinians seem to be like really pure about it. Okay. And is the 
buzz that you get from it different from like a black tea or a green tea or a coffee buzz. I love how like I am now the resident expert on mate. You've I had mate know. more recently than I have. That's, That's the correct. only reason I'm asking you. But I only had it like a couple times and it was when I was cl- like trekking because mm. the guides were like, oh, it's they're, we're stopping and having a mate. And I mm. was like, I could get down with this culture. So nice. that's what's that's why it hasn't caught on here. And, and also, interestingly, The Atlantic came out with an article uh, while I was drinking mate in Argentina about why mate has not kind of ever taken hold uh, in North America. And I think it has to do with this amazing tradition. And that's also the fact that we don't have the tradition already. It's really hard to just like start a national tradition. But of like taking a moment, stopping and sharing and we are too germaphobic here to oh, share. Oh, share? Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. That yeah. brings it into a whole... That's like, so nice. Yeah, you, you like, pass it around. You pass it around. Like a joint. hmm Wow. Yeah. And you, like, keep refilling it because I guess a lot of it is the herb and it's... I just thought, oh, it's like tea. It's mostly water with, like, a little bit of dried herbs in the sachet. Satchel. Sachet? Sachet? Neither. <laughs> satchel. Satchel. It's a sachet. A satchel is not the This is a satchel. A satchel is something, which is like similar Don't to a sachet. shape, minus the handle. This, uh, what we're, am I drinking here? We're drinking just a little bit of gin and Campari and a lot of soda, but I agree, it's going through my head. Harry's doing dry January, which is always terrible I, for me, because then when I have a drink, suddenly I'm drunk. Yeah. A small drink, I'm drunk. Amazing the way that one's tolerance can quickly mm-hmm. raise, lower. Yeah, it's crazy. Both. Yeah, it's it's like one day I'll get drunk off of, like right now, a sip of this I know. aperitif. And, and I feel, a week ago I was like, I could drink three bottles of wine and be fine. Okay, but I also think it's location-based. Go on. I feel that like when I, let's say like I'm visiting Harry's family in the UK over Christmas. Could barely get drunk to save my life. Oh, that I'm makes drinking. Sense. I'm going. I'm waking up in the morning. There's no hangover. Yeah. I haven't been... I've, I'm not regretting my behavior the night before. I feel like a little tingly and that's kind of it. Here, it's like I have one martini and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Have I totally embarrassed myself? Okay. okay. It seems like you have a theory. I do. Tell me. <laughs> I think it's not just location, but I think it's the whatever like... Uh, hormonal or like adrenal stuff is released because of that location and whatever you're doing at the location. Like I think when I am with my in-laws, it's I, I too feel like I can drink more because there's something working inside me that's like keep But it's together. not just with his family. It's, it's like, anywhere there. It's it's anywhere in Europe I find my hmm. capacity to get drunk is just my hold on. Is the capacity higher? That yes, I have a higher capacity for drinks. And a low Yes, and a higher tolerance. Yes, yes. And also, like, the hangovers are just not that bad. Maybe you're drinking better stuff? Yeah, maybe it's just, like, more in the speed of life, and so there's, like, less angst about it. Or maybe, I was going to say the converse thing, which is, like, maybe when you're here, you're still just, like, oh, I'll just get drunk and allow yourself that. Whereas there, there's still some kind of, like, awareness of being in a foreign country and, like, having to be alert. I don't know. I'm... Probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both wrong. We're definitely, these are just hypotheses. These are not. We can go back tested through like the past 20 years and look at every trip you've taken where you've been drinking and, and try and like sync it up with if you were on your period. 
Yeah, interesting. Because <laughs> it, it could be hormonal in that way. Yeah. Huh. Can't get drunk if I'm on my period. Really? No. I always hate that phrase, on my period. With Is it my on? period? Bleeding my period? I am with my period. I, I am with <laughs> my period. My me. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, I her. have my period. I have my period. I On? I do feel like on. I'm... I'm is that kind of like a mom thing to say? No, I yeah, I felt like on like on her period just feels like something like a guy would say in high school. Like, yeah, she's, she's on, on her period. She's on the rag. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. It's like there any is there any worse expression than on the rag? Oh my it's god. Disgusting. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It is horrible. How Wait, I hate the person who ever made that up. Speaking of horrible, are you a Thinks person? Did you ever buy a pair oh of Thinks? Have you been following the scandal? Yes. I'm so upset. I threw out all my things. You I, did? They were saving my life, and then I threw out all my things. I haven't thrown mine out yet. And I must admit, I've been using it even worse, because I've i found, like, the Thinks knockoffs, which, oh, like... What, which are called what? They also end in an I-N-X, and now no, I can't remember Nicks. what it is. Yes. Which are, I think, not a knockoff, because I think they're, like, priced at the same point... But I had just bought, I had literally bought like four pairs of Knicks. And I was yeah, like, I great, them. here we go. And then I returned them all. I hadn't even opened before. I, I, I received, I like got an, an email. I got a piece of news. Yes. As they were being transited to me. Yeah. Being that like. sucks. P, P, how do you say PFAS? 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 Oh, I just say the acronym. PFAs. 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 I thought that the S was like a part of the... No, I think you're right. But even if it is, I think you could still say PFAs. PFAs. Really upsetting. Yeah. I want more information, though. Because it seemed to me to be more about, like, someone being like, hey, you said you didn't have this, and it turns out you do. Is it more about, like, them... The liability of it or like the the lying of it or is it about like these there haven't been tests done to say that they harm you more than like your regular underwear which probably has plastics in it well i think the, the reason the why absorbs the exactly it's the thing and it's the thing that's water repellent mm-hmm. or the it's exactly it's either the absorbent thing or the fact that it's water repellent because i think a lot of water repellent clothing like remember those dockers commercials would be like a guy wearing khakis, and you'd be like, whoa, I spilt all over myself. Don't oh, yeah. worry. Just brush it right off. Mm-hmm. I think, like, all of that stuff has PFAs in it. Or, like, is coated with a PFA coating. Cool. I think it's just, like, the tissue down there is very absorbent. absorbent. Notoriously. Notorious? Notoriously absorbent. Famously notoriously absorbent down there. It's just... So fucked up. Uh, anyway, but yeah. So uh, maybe I'll throw mine out. I don't know. Well, I was also like, what's the best? Do you put them in a landfill? Do you bring them? It just feels like there's no recourse that is actually correct. I know, and I can't. You know? When I go down this path, I'm like, driving me crazy. I, and I just feel so hopeless. It's just it, like there's too much stuff, and there's nowhere to put it, and we're just, you know, turning out more. Yep. Yep. I know. It's awful. I totally agree. It's awful. But cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, hold on. Another seltzer open. Do you want a little bit more seltzer? Yes, please. Um, can we talk a little bit about your wedding? Yes. Or do you want to just get into it like deeper in the season? Maybe that's like a good 
make sure you listen next week because we're going to be talking about the wedding and not just like give it all up. Great. And then I can plan clever things I want to say about it. Great. Make sure you listen next week because we're going to be talking about the wedding. That's right. We just did it. We did it. It's done. Um, um, but it was great, mm-hmm. mostly, and she's still married, and that's great. We got yeah. her married, and that was the whole purpose. But yeah. yes, we'll get into the details next week. That's so exciting. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, honeymoon, wedding. What did you eat this week? Oh my God, I can't even believe we're back to these questions. It's so exciting. Guys, we haven't been around for, when was our last episode? Dude, I want to say like last. Was when it did like you start your show? February. Oh my god. Oh, then it wasn't since February. Wait, you started maybe the March. In fe- I think March. Maybe, maybe first week of March. Yeah. Well, we, it's yeah. been a while. Thank you guys for those of us who are still here. For <laughs> was being it 2021? Around. No, it was 2022. We did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because we were talking about wedding stuff. Exactly. We did our whole our whole ah, wedding chairs. planning season. Yeah, these shows. Sorry, guys. The wedding planning season, which was really fun. Yeah. Wait, somebody was recently like, oh, I was listening to that, and it changed, like, I changed my plans or something. So I was like, well, that's what we intended. Um, (laughs) So did I. (laughs) (laughs) Believe Um, me. But I think you're right. Sometime early in 2022, which is really crazy. Yeah. But I'm really happy to be back. Me too. I've missed having, like, some form of creativity outside of being an actor. Yes. That's like output oriented. Yes. Yeah. And also just like a standing date where we know we're going to do this thing and like making it a practice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Making it a practice. Totally. Um, mm. So we're back. And. Okay, wait, sorry. What did I eat this week? Um, what did you eat this week? Okay. This is kind of unfair because technically I got back from my honeymoon on Saturday. So I can. Probably what I ate this week is way more interesting and better than what you ate. That's okay. I know. It's I'm just not more, a competition. I, it isn't. <laughs> I know everything Are for you is a competition. Sure? <laughs> um, I'm so excited to share with everyone that the final day of my honeymoon, final evening, I should say. Chairs again. I, I went. We went to a Francis Mullman restaurant. Yes. Yes. Oh my God! She sent me a video. That was wow. It was wow. It was wow, and I was fully prepared for it, like, not to be wow, just because of my own, like, self-judgment about, I don't want to, almost like, I don't want to be the person who who thinks that it's cool because I'm so over this already, which is like, what is that psychology? But I I think that psychology is very normal. Like, I want to put the bar lower. It's kind of probably based in fear. Like, I don't want my expectations too high. So right. I'm going to make this whole narrative about, like, how I know more than Francis Mullman. Or, like, he's ever, <laughs> since all these people like Francis Mullman now, I right. don't. Exactly. Well, but I also think there's a thing, like, scarcity is not the right word, but there's a thing, just like a snobbishness of, like, if everyone likes it, then it can't be that great. But yes. there are certain things that everyone likes, and because it really is that fucking great. Yes. But also, I think it's hard because... We've all been burned by, like, fancy places before. Oh, yes. So I think, like, having your expectations not that high is fair. I don't think that it's necessarily indicative of, like, you being a scared person. Yes. Um, I will say, one of the things I was scared of was it's going to be so expensive. And 
Granted, this was not like the one on his private island in Patagonia or even right. his most fancy one in Mendoza, which is where we were at that point. Um, it was so affordable. It's his restaurant on this vineyard, and he makes a wine with this uh, winery. It's called Kaiken is the winery. Um, and his, his, his wine, his label there is called like Disrupted or Disruption or something. Cool, and man. so wait, so this is how they, this is like, you can't get more peak Francis Mama than this. The way, you know, they take you around and they explain like, this is where we make this, this is where we do this. And it's gorgeous, beautiful. Like, so, so Francis, so when Francis opened this restaurant, he really, he really didn't want it to be about food. He felt like he was past food. Oh my and God. And I was like, this is <laughs> the menu. This yes. is, this is so, he actually went to another restaurant that was the menu. Oh, wow. In, in Chile, Patagonia? In Chile. Wow. Yeah. Um, in Santiago. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, so, but it was so affordable because he's like, I want, it's about the company and it's about, he wanted to create a restaurant in a vineyard that was like for everybody. And so we had this incredible meal that in the States would have like, you know, I would have had to, have had to give up my apartment mm -hmm. for like yeah. $120 with like Copious wine and way too much food. Okay, what was what did you eat in the food? <laughs> we had you know like a, an ash covered um, squash thing with raclette over it, but the way that they use raclette, you know, I feel like the thing now is like you have a raclette bar. It's all about the raclette, and right. this was like just the thinnest. Like it was. It's not about like, the cheese pull. It's, it's just like cheese adds a nice flavor to this yes. dish. Also, at the end of the episode, we have to talk about what we're going to cook tonight. Oh, this is a four hour long episode. We, maybe we'll skip plates. Maybe this will just be like a get, get back into our, Oh yeah, that's We're fine. talking about plates. We really wanted to talk about plates. Tune Dinnerware. Two weeks from now. Yes. Plates. <laughs> maybe we should just have a false promise every episode about a future episode we'd never get around to. 101% pants. Yes. Um, okay, so okay, the raclette. So the and and then, it was referred to as raclette. Like squash no, raclette. No, it was something else. I feel like the menu said like, because we had the Spanish version of the menu and the English one, and the, it said like Lincoln cheese, and I was like, what? And then they explained that it was raclette. There were some really interesting words. Just, I love like a, a translation on a menu in like a little tiny restaurant when you're like, I love that the probably the only person who speaks English here is like, the cook's, like, teenage son. Mm -hmm. And it's the weirdest translation and then amazing. Um, one of my favorites was in describing a wine, roundy instead of rounded. Mm. <laughs> Love roundy. <laughs> roundy. <laughs> um, uh, okay, there was that. That was very memorable. And then, like, we had these two different steak dishes because we were one in Rome, one in Argentina, Wait, also, I have questions about Argentinian steak for you. Oh, I'm very ready to answer. Um, we had one that was like a stew and one was, that was like grilled with like everything fresh because it's summer there. Tomato, cilantro. Oh, just yeah, like tomato, fresh tomato. I know, I know. It's painful, no, it's painful. incredible. Um, but the stew one really caught me off guard even though it was like 70 degrees, 75 degrees, and I was so hot. But it was like the 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 most like poetic romantic delicious platonic ideal of what like a soothing stew like beef stew should be yeah and i was like how did he do this he must have made 
like the most incredible like bone broth stock. Yeah. Then he took obviously different meat and like probably like cooked that in something else or in that stock because the stock itself was so clean and then all the vegetables Ooh. were like grilled and then put in. Oh, so he probably so nice. used all these vegetables to make the soup but then cooked sep- then strained it and cooked separate ones and put right. them in. Well, because I feel like that's also a very different model than the American stew, right? Which is like... Throw it in there. Exactly, right. You put everything together and it's like, it's the opposite of like, the broth is so opaque, yeah. right? It's sort of like the opposite of yeah. that, that idea of kind of like a cleanish broth. Yeah. But, but then with so like these good. grilled elements, oh, that sounds so nice. And it's really just like taking time and care. And that's why I love his restaurants. I'd rather spend a, I'd rather drop a lot of money on a restaurant where like someone is using kind of more old school techniques and time to create dishes rather than yes. someone who's using like a crazy machine. But I feel like the era of the crazy machine is over. I mean, yeah. It's like I haven't been about anywhere. Everywhere. Really? Oh yeah. Oh like my God. death of fine dining with Noma closing. Ah. Mm. I was asking Harry the other day, like if he regrets not having been to Noma and he, without batting an eye, was like, no. And I was like, Right, okay. me neither. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I feel no. like if I had gone when it first opened, the excitement of that would have been so wonderful because yeah. it also sounds like the food tasted good. Yeah, we well, got that's hope. the thing. You 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 have to pray because we right. we too and you know we I am fortunate and privileged enough to say that I have been burned before on a meal that I probably shouldn't have spent money on anyway. Oh. In that like it was way too much. But if like this is another level of too much and too much acclaim, like I've yes. been burned at the places that like open up to be trendy and cool and charge this exorbitant price, but, right. but they aren't the originals. They aren't the originals and they're also not charging quite as much as the originals. And they are not talented. Yeah. But they've got away with tweezers. Hey man. They've got a talent really... for tweezers. Well, I think that's the thing. If a dish comes and it's so beautiful, like I think there is an element of like, oh my God, feasting with your eyes. Yes. But then if you taste it and it doesn't taste good, fuck that. The whole point, it has to taste good. This is, I mean... Like, we, certain things are not a match because they're not a match. Yeah. Like, pairing seaweed and a gooseberry, maybe that is a perfect I feel like match. I ate something like that on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very Noma. Yeah. But what is? But also what I thought was interesting about it closing is that he was like, Renee Redzepi, that is, was like, I want to do something more mass market. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that, that to me just feels like it flies so in the face of it. Or maybe that's the opposite. It's like, I developed this ethos so that I can share it with the world because like actually this ethos is better for the world than like how we've been living. I think so. And I think it's also like, um, I want to make this, whatever I'm doing, not only more accessible to more people, yes. but I also want to be able to pay my workers a living wage and I have to make more money in order to do that because these fine dining restaurants from what I've learned and all this reporting that's been going on um, they're just so untenable like it's just impossible to pay people and they all I mean my sister went through it she um, staged at the Noma guys taco Taco, place in you know wherever Denmark and it's is that where it was? Holland? Be, I'm like, what city? What city? No, 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 it's in Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, in yeah, Copenhagen. Yeah. Copenhagen. Thank seen? God we got there. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all the same, all those Scandinavian countries. Um, 
yeah, you know, you're not paid. It's almost like being an actor. <laughs> well, you're I think expected there's expected to do these right. things as and a I, rite of passage. It's a rite of passage, but I love the apprentice model. I think it's such a beautiful model, like, right, that you, you have to pay your dues and you have to kind of put in the work, but that model has ceased to function, particularly because, like, when living costs are really high and yes. you're not eventually going to be running your own restaurant necessarily, mm -hmm. it's like the, there's very... The payoff is very low and very limited. Yes, especially when like they they chronicled this one girl who worked at Noma who like her entire job was to make these insane, very real looking beetles out of dried apples or something. Yeah. And it was, you know, so, so intricate, like you know The like, job of an artist. Yes. Yeah. And so labor intensive. But you have to think, I guess, if you are apprenticing at a restaurant like that, that then you can kind of go anywhere? Absolutely. But... But is it worth it? Is it worth it? And when you're not getting that much money in the the program, or the... It's just apprenticing, it is. It works in theory, but they've got to have enough money to then be like, here's an apprenticeship that's open, a position that's open, that's full housing, food. A lot of it's like, find a way to get here. Right. And, and find a place to right. live. Right. Well, it's that... I mean, I think certain industries reward that kind of scrappiness so much and certainly food I think is like one of the most right yeah. in which that's rewarded where it's sort of like oh if you're not willing to like canoe here from totally. the U.S. you don't want it badly enough there's such an idea of wanting it badly enough also in our industry yeah I'm like having PTSD like I do want it I do want it I want it so bad I want it more than anything else there's nothing else I can see myself doing I promise not even a podcast um wait let me just go back very to just like put the perfect Francis Malman red scarf bow on this description of this meal I sent you a picture so they bring out these two steak dishes. They're unbelievable. We're having all of these incredible wine pairings. We're in a vineyard, like in the, our table is like in the vineyard with like, you know, you have to duck to kind of get in because there's just like grapes all around you. In like a trellis or yeah, just like? Yeah, they've made okay. like this big trellis part, oh, which like so is an beautiful. extension of the vineyard. Unbelievable. So romantic. Um, and they bring out the steak dishes and with the steak dishes, not on the menu, and I certainly didn't ask for it. It's like they read my mind, and they also just like brought out a plate of perfectly like olive oiled and salted shredded iceberg lettuce. Oh. And I was like, oh, right. that's, that's what I always want. Yeah. And the fact that I, I just have never known any restaurant to do that. But it's also like, how can you imagine that a person would eat steak without a crunchy green? Right. It's... Like a it's watery, a a watery, a watery crunchy, crunchy beautiful, like just plop of iceberg lettuce, not a freaking wedge salad. Yeah. Just well, an but, iceberg yeah. lettuce. Yeah. Just like that also comes with this. A bite of perfectly cooked steak and a piece of iceberg lettuce. Maybe we should oh do that God. tonight. Now we we'll need for steak. Let's do it. Okay, I'll ask I'm not Harry staked out if that's steak. one of the okay. questions. Well, Harry has been doing not only dry January, but also vegetarian January. He can't. Let's lock the door. Let's change the locks. Harry! <laughs> Harry! <laughs> I'm, so, I'm totally in the mood for that. I mean, to me, a green... They're two, my two favorite meals, a green salad and steak, or a green salad and spaghetti. Yeah. Pasta. Just like a perfect... It's just oh there's God. nothing better. Last night, I had like a really good, like, overdressed, really vinegary overdressed. salad and like 
some a big slice of lasagna. Oh, yum. And just like the It's got to be overdressed. Yes. When a salad is underdressed, it's criminal. And sometimes I have been guilty of underdressing a salad, especially if, if I'm doing it for a crowd. You're very good at dressing salads. But sometimes yeah, you like, don't realize how much dressing people need. Yeah. Like if you're doing it for eight people, it's very different from doing it for two. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm using a whole bottle of olive oil. And that's just fine. <laughs> that's how much olive oil a family should be using, like, a yeah. week. Wait, okay, speaking of olive oil, that mm-hmm. Shoppy Shop article. Oh, my gosh. I love that article so much. Okay, so for our listeners and their matchers, um, New York Magazine, Emily Sunberg at New York Magazine wrote an article about the quote-unquote Shoppy Shop, which is sort of like, why do all of these small neighborhood like provision stores look exactly the same and have the same thing the exact same thing it's crazy and it's this thing where it's like every single label is is marketing itself to people who think that that it is special that it is specialized that it is only like for them when in fact it's actually for the masses brilliant and i am guilty okay i was thinking to i was also i said this to harry yesterday i was like okay i am so over the aesthetic of like a woman's hand grabbing something colorful with that wavy <laughs> font. Yes. And it's always like the the nails on her are like a pea green or like a like a putty brown. Yeah. Like it's like always a little bit off kilter. Yeah. I'm just and there's like 15 rings on her hand, yeah. you know, or like Oh my god, we have so much to discuss. It's There's such so, there yeah. The aesthetic is starting it's, to make me grating. sick because it's also everywhere. It's everywhere. And it starts to be like, how do you just find something that is actually simply itself? I'm not even asking for like, it has to be artisanal, but it's just like, why can a thing not just exist as the thing that it is, as opposed to like becoming part of this homogenous blob? Oh my God. I have so many, so many things to say about this. We should talk about this. <laughs> we're, we are talking okay, about we're You talking can about say it. them. <laughs> we should find a day and time to speak about this formally. <laughs> Don't you think that's just our country? It's uh, everything has to be. There's no one has a sense of office. Uh, I hate this buzzword, authenticity, integrity, because it's a scary thing to try and develop, and you have to have yeah. skills to recognize it and develop it and know how to be visual. But now it's like you just outsource. You are like, I need, I need someone to graphic design this label to to do the whole campaign. I need. We're just, uh, it's just fucking capitalism blues. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this thing of also like preying, I think, on people's, what is it? It's like on people's desire for something cozy yeah, and for something that is quote unquote authentic. So it's like the marketing is so distinct and so authentic that you're like, this is so cool that like a woman in Nova Scotia is fishing and tin in this fish and it yeah. found its way to my pantry store oh my God, in bed right? And then it's like, oh no, that's not actually what happened. Or maybe that is what initially happened. Yes. But then the marketing, it's just so, I don't know, it's so, drives me crazy. It does. And it's so fascinating too because it really didn't exist when we were growing up. And I think that's why yeah. our generation has a really good sense of like what is authentic. Because I think at least I'll speak for myself, there was so much just like mass market, franchised everything. And I was growing up very much like, I don't like that. I don't like that. What do I like? And it right. made me kind of have more of a sensibility, not only in terms of like what product products were and where they came from, but also how they looked and what, what did I like? What did I not like? 
Now, though, because of the fucking internet and algorithms, yeah. they know that there are people, again, our age, like things that look different from what was like normal back in when in the nine whatever it is. Right. There's an algorithm. It's almost like you have to what was I I was looking at the font of something and I was like, oh, I feel so much now more aligned with this font. Like yes. like um sans serif, like blocky, almost like fascistic, like ooh, yes. you know, like power. Because now everything is it's not the live, laugh, love celebrate celebration i think is the name of the font it's not that no. it's this other thing that's like we're wacky like, yeah we love weed here it's no, like it you is. know we do shrooms we microdose exactly yeah. it's very psychedelic as the aesthetic like that that there's a very particular purple yeah that everybody's using it's so but it's like oh, fuck. it's moving fuck. so fast that it's impossible to catch up to it and then there's also this whole thing of like, oh, people buying heritage brands and then like reformatting them for oh, a that's modern been going audience. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's been going on for like a long time, but it is still very interesting. It is. And it like is. how to how to figure out who you're actually supporting when you buy all the shit. Yes, yes. God, we have to go back and listen to the our episode with Kate Knoll about taste making. Yes. Oh my god, the Marie Ham Toinette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hilarious. So good. So good. But uh, it's, yeah, it's... Eh. Travel, though. Back to me. <laughs> Wait, travel, though. Did That's I how you find, like, authentic <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> I just get so inspired looking at, like, older... We just don't get a lot of it here because this country's not that old. And I guess neither is, like... Well, neither... The city is not that old and neither is Buenos Aires. But... You just see more of that old font, old signage, and I love that shit. Yeah. I love in LA more. There's more of that. New York yes. is New York is just new, 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 new. Exactly. New York is so fast, and then it feels the one thing that I will say is that I hate when I say the one thing that I will say because especially on this podcast, all I do is say shit. It's never the one thing that I will say, but yeah, I feel like that's it. After this, write your name down. I feel like New York has often has respect for old signage in the sense of like cool people now who are taking over a building yeah. that has old-ish signage will usually keep it. Mm. Although also that's like, oh, just a sheen of authenticity. Yeah. God damn. It is. It's the world we're living in. It's the internet. What is, what is a brand that you're like, now that's authentic for you? A brand of what? I don't even know. Ignore that question. Well, it's actually, you know what? We could go. We could walk right now to Italy, and I could show you twenty. We days. are gonna walk right now to Italy. Yeah. Well, but uh, and and it's like, all of these brands are just trying to be old Italian, old Portuguese, old like anything. But you get the sense of that because they are old. Maybe they've updated like the color of the wrapping, but a lot of them like keep the same font yeah. as like that they've had. It just makes me want to be like define myself as uncool. Do you know what, what did I mean? You like eat this week. Also, I have a present for you that I haven't brought out yet. Oh my god, that's so exciting! Okay, I ate this week. <laughs> it's so exciting today. I had a powder quejo, which oh like, my god, sh- do you do that for me? Isn't that no? A, isn't that Argentinian? I, it, it's Argentinian, but in they Brazil? also have them in Brazil. Exactly, yeah. like they have them in multiple countries, if I'm not mistaken. But I happened to be walking by a coffee shop, and I'd already had a small baguette for lunch. But I was like, well, I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. So I, I walked in, and I was like, maybe I'll have something sweet. But they had a pâté de queijo, and I was like, 
God, that texture, that texture. Yep, oh my God. It's like mochi actually. Yeah. It's like that kind of like glutinous. Yeah. Fuck, it's good. I feel like, I wonder if they're easy to make. Uh, I do feel like I came across, I stumbled across um, a, a recipe for them not, not too long ago. And I don't think they are. There might mm. be a lot of cheese grating involved. I think Please so, not. but I'm a but I, professional I'm at cheese grating. Strong also, it was like, it was like t- tiny. It was like one inch by, it was like a one inch dome. That's the thing. I love just like, they've got that. They, but in like, VA in Italy, just like, here's just a snack that's a pastry. It's really tiny. But the fact that I've only been to Brazil one time in my life, and it was when I was senior in college. My girlfriends and I went for spring break. Wow. And it was incredible. And you would go to a steakhouse and they would just like bring out a basket of cheese buns, which you're like, oh my God. I mean, fuck, that's enjoyable. Yeah. They're so good. I can't wait. What's my present? Wow. They're more of a chip hour. Saladix Horneados. Sabor jamon. Flavor jamon. Flavor, oh my God. They're crackers. Well, because we're doing this, we can show. Oh Oh my God. (gasps) And add for this Argentinian bread. They're like, Little tiny crackers, but we love. Uh, if you're a fan of our show, you know that we're chip hour. You know we love. A, oh my god, I'm so excited for an these! Alternatively flavored cracker or chip that one can usually only get internationally. So we have a ham flavored cracker, a pizza flavored cracker, and like Calabrian salami. Yep. Wow, I'm very excited. Also, interestingly, the crackers are okay. How would you, I would describe the shape as a fidget spinner? It's literally, <laughs> it's a flat spit fidget spinner. But they don't seem to have any coloring on them, which I think maybe is a good thing. As in, wow. they're just brown. They're not covered in a dust. Wow, that's a really, really good observation. I think you're right. It's like, which makes them even more good. It's like it's baked into the cracker. Exactly. They're not the same crackers right. that were submerged in. You're not just going to like suck off the dust and leave the crackers to <laughs> As the I ashtray. usually do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Fabulous. Ari's coming around again. Get all the ashtrays out of her. She'll just spit the crackers right out into them. Oh, I can't wait to try these. Okay, we'll do them at a chip hour. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've discussed a lot, and it's been almost 45 minutes. Wow. Should we sign off and just get ready for... Um, next week. Uh, next week. Wedding. Yes, exactly. Next week, wedding. Also, let's record an intro saying what, like, we're diving right, like, we kind of dove right in, so just catch up. Yeah. (laughs) So that I can add it to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yes, join us next week. We're back. It's so exciting. We're back. We're discussing everything. Mm -hmm. We're, what is the season theme? I think it's like... Fast and loose. Yeah, exactly. We're back and we don't need a theme. I think yeah, it's a theme. We yeah, yeah. Anti-theme. Fuck a theme. We don't need a theme. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. We still never got a sign off. Oh, cheers. yeah. Wow, we really Ciao. didn't. Ciao. Cheers. Did okay. you learn any interesting words while you were on your honeymoon? No. Estancia. Estancia. <laughs> we'll, th- we'll think of one. We could have a poll, a reader poll. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.